So this woman was a female, got pregnant by the brother of the babysitter. Exactly. Ooh, Chile. I'm trying to be just like a hella high thousand air. So yeah. I can like ball in the low bracket, you feel me? Yeah, and keep your wits about you. But this is like a very elite hypnotist fraternity. Sick. Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is a No Structure Podcast. No Structure. Hi, headlines. Hot headlines. Connie just filed his FEC report for September, which is like the report that they have to file for campaigns. Okay. He spent another $3 million of his own money while only raising $2,782. Yeah, I wonder who gave him the money. Yeah, and I want to also know, what is his end game with all this? He's obviously not going to win the election. I don't know if there's new music coming, but this seems like a lot of money to be spending just to promote music and clothes. If it is for what everyone kind of assumed it was for in the beginning to kind of take some of the Biden's votes. Right. I feel like the amount of votes that Kanye is going to get is not going to really make a dent. Yeah, if it, if it was earlier and, they, and he was on more ballots and like he was allowed to run in more places, I'd say maybe that that's the case. But yeah. now that there's only like nine states letting him do it, I don't know. Unless those states are battleground states that Biden has to win in order to win the presidency. That's the only way I can see it really affecting him. Shit's not looking good for Trump. No, it's not. It's definitely not. He's had a chaotic couple of weeks. Yeah. Which has been delicious to, to me. Yeah, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Trump, the largest Chinese restaurant chain, second plan, uh, <laughs> the largest U.S. Chinese restaurant chain, Panda Express, now enters China for the first time. Wow. Yeah. Which at first it was kind of a wow situation to me, too. But yeah. then I'm like, do Chinese people even like that food? Yeah, when there's, I'm sure that there's so many options around them to get authentic Chinese food. That exactly. Not run to the, but then again, there's so many places for us to go get a real burger. We still elect to go to McDonald's. Very so. true. Very true. It's Wendy's all day, but yeah. yeah I, I just had a four for four yesterday. <laughs> I see. Uh, Kentucky, judge, ugh, Kentucky judge has ordered grand jury records from Breonna Taylor probe to be released, citing the need to show if publicly elected officials are being honest or not. I mean, Daniel Cameron, I think, is going to go down after this, honestly. Yeah. And they're allowing the jurors to come out and speak as well to what they heard. I it, saw that. Actually. That was the whole point of them trying to get these records expunged or whatever was because one of the jurors was not really... I don't know, really fucking with what they were saying. So it seemed like they did like a whole, um, like a bait and switch with what they were telling the jury. Yeah. Like, like there's like some fishy shit. I haven't looked really too deep into that part of it, mm -hmm. but it seemed like they were trying to get the jury to only look at one specific detail. So the jury was under the impression that they were only looking at this matter. Right. Like, it, I think that in, in that case, what you're saying, it was the, did the officers have legal grounds to shoot at, Brianna Taylor. Yeah, like I said, I, I didn't look at the details about what the jury was told, mm -hmm. but I, it does sound like there's some fishy shit going on with it. Yeah, all of that just seems really fishy. I don't know. Daniel Cameron, that guy is something else. Yeah. That guy is really something else. I've been trying to limit my cussing lately, so I'm not going to say F him this time, but... Hey, fuck him. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Uh, the man who sus suspended himself from the side of Trump Tower in a 14-hour standoff with Chicago SWAT negotiators escaped from a private ambulance saying he has a commission to complete. This was a headline from like two days ago. Wait, so wait, time out, time out. He said he has a mission to complete? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> What? I have a couple questions. So I don't know. I haven't followed up with this. This headline was from a couple days ago, so I don't know if they caught him. Mm -hmm. One. Two, what is this mission that he speaks of? Yeah. And three, how is he going to achieve this mission by climbing Trump Tower when Trump's not even there? The statement, I have a mission to complete, <laughs> is so heavy. Dude, this sounds like some movie stuff. It does. Yeah. I have a mission to complete. Wow. A man that lives in Alberta, Canada, I don't know if you saw this, but he won $5 million in the lotto, but he bought two lottery tickets and they each won. Wow. So he had to split the $5 million with himself. That's crazy. Like, what are the odds? Like, wouldn't you feel kind of scared at that point? Because you're not even really supposed to win one. Yeah. Like, let alone two at the same time. That is wild. Uh, not to bring this back to Lost, because I bring this back to Lost all the time, but in Lost, the guy get, gets these numbers that appear to him, and then he plays the numbers and wins the lottery, but then the lottery comes with a whole bunch of bad stuff attached to it. Mm. Yeah. Have you seen the Lottery Ruin My Life show? Uh, I've caught, like, one or two episodes before. Mm -hmm. Those people blow through their money in, like, three weeks, so. Yeah, it's definitely, like, a it's definitely a mindset thing where For it's, sure. like, if you are consistently blowing your money anyway, it's not going to just change just because you got more of it. I yeah, I was listening to the, was it the Benny the Butcher album? And he said, um, money only makes you ten times more the person that you already are. That's real as like, fuck. Oh, that damn. is a bar. Yeah, that's real as fuck. Yeah, plus people think, and $5 million, don't get me wrong, is a lot of money, but in the grand scheme of things, when you take, like, 
once you move yourself into a different tax bracket and start acting in that tax bracket, $5 million is really not that much money when you're trying to play with the big dogs. Mm -hmm. At all. Yeah. Like you're at the bottom of that bracket. Right. I'm trying to be just like a hella high thousandaire so I can like ball in the low bracket. You feel me? Yeah. And keep your wits about you. Hell yeah, Yeah. man. I'm the fucking, I'm top dog in this bracket, baby. Uh, TikTok star Bryce, I don't know who this kid is, but he, Bryce Hall beefs, brawls with restaurant staff, and the fight was caught on tape. Allegedly, he started fighting the, uh, the, um, server because a server asked him not to vape at this restaurant because of COVID. Like, man, this is good. This is so getting so out of control. Was it in the restaurant or outside of the restaurant? It was in the restaurant. He was sitting at a table. That's so stupid. It's so stupid. And this kid's apparently been in a couple of different skirmishes. It's just all it takes is one time for him to fuck with the wrong person and get beat up really bad for him to stop doing this goofy stuff. That entitled mentality is so strange. Insane. Fucking TikTok, man. There's an Indian man who was trapped in a freezer for 20 hours. And then they finally got him out and then they declared him as dead, but they mistakenly declared him as dead. Yikes. Yeah. And then he actually really died. Imagine though, being locked in in a freezer, knowing that you're probably going to die that way. Yeah. And then they rescue you, but then they're like, no, he's dead, but you're not really dead and they can still save you. And then you end up dying because they fucked up your declaration of death. Diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. That is wild. Um, that's I think that's top like five scariest ways to die would be not necessarily just a freezer, but yeah. locked in something to be trapped. And yeah, like buried alive. Oh man, all those movies man make my anxiety go through the cr- the craziest. Yeah, whenever I see like those movies like that, and then like they open and like the container when they finally find a person, there's like all the scratch marks, you know? Yeah. I'm just like, oh, like my fingernails. Oh yeah. Which dude. I know that's like the least of your worries at the time. But yeah, I get Ooh. what you mean. Ooh. Like if you bite your fingernail too low, it starts hurting. I can only imagine <laughs> getting one splinter in one fingernail. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, did, you know, did you see the Borat 2's coming out? I think this week. Yeah. Did you see all the thing with him, uh, Rudy Giuliani? Yeah, he claimed that uh, like there's a a picture that looked like he was kind of like about to jerk himself off. Oh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a picture. It was all caught on film. So I'll read the synopsis. Oh, boy. After she removed... So this is... So in the premise of Borat 2, apparently he has a daughter that's traveling with him. That's mm-hmm. um, going to be on all these escapades. But uh, she apparently uh, disguised herself as a reporter and was hanging out with Giuliani and he was drinking and he was bragging about how Trump uh, stopped the virus and all this shit, right? No mask on, not social distancing. They got up to the room and apparently Giuliani... Or she removed Giuliani's mic, and he can be seen laying on the bed, fiddling with his untucked shirt and reaching into his trousers. They are then interrupted by Borat, who runs in and says, she's 15, she's too old for you. That's wild on different levels. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but... Oh, Sasha Baron Cohen is fucking genius, dude. Yeah, first off, <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen is a genius. Mm-hmm. Second off, Giuliani would be the exact person I would believe to get caught in some stuff like this. For sure. Did you see his excuse? He said it was doctored, or no, he was reaching for something. I saw a he, bunch of different He said that it was doctored and that he was going to tuck his shirt for a photo op or something like that. Well, he's laying on the bed? Bro, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> that sounds wild. I don't know. Oh, Giuliani, man. Giuliani is such a scumbag. I know every week we have something to report on him and say he's a scumbag, but this dude is really the epitome of Republican scumbag. Uh, speaking of epitome of Republican scumbag. <laughs> Ooh, I like this one. Uh, Trump says that if Biden's elected, he's going to listen to scientists. Oh, yeah. That Biden will listen to scientists. Yeah, as if it's a bad thing. <laughs> Crazy, dude. It blows my mind that that's his defense. Yeah. So you mean to tell me he's a bad candidate because he's going to listen to somebody who has spent their life studying this shit? And who's doing this for the betterment of society? Oh, man. Craziness. Oh, man. If you at this point still fuck with Trump, bro, like, I can't. Like, I just recently found out that there are some, air quotes, family friends that fuck with Trump. And it's so crazy because when I was talking to the guy last, I was very unaware of the situation. I didn't know that he right. voted for Trump. Like, I know they're Trump supporters. A lot of these Trump supporters are like secret supporters too. Well, they're Republicans. So they yeah. kind of just like fall into that, which is, which we is, talked yeah. about that so many times. Like if you're Republican, that's fine. Yeah. But at this point, if you're like fucking with Trump, that's a whole nother story. Right. Trump's his own kind of Republican. Exactly. So that's like where they're at. But when I was talking to him last, I remember seeing, it was like a little family party or whatever. And he was uh, like off to the corner by himself. So I go over there and I just start talking to him and yeah. chopping up with him, whatever. And it was a good conversation. But like looking back at, at that situation now, I cringe inside because I'm like, damn, like I gave you some of my time because it looked like you weren't having fun mm-hmm. to talk to you. And you might not even fuck with me. Right. Like low key. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, just looking back, and it's so weird. Like, it makes me, like, feel gross. It really does. I mean, just the fact that, like, I had somebody in my family, too, who was a huge Trump supporter very early on, was all for building the wall and stuff. And without giving who this person is, they're pretty close to me, and they 
they're technically immigrants. When you come from Guam, you are a U.S. citizen, but they technically immigrated here from somewhere else. So you would think mm-hmm. that they would have a little bit more sympathy for, you know, like, let's say the children that are being locked in cages or the walls being built or all this stuff. But this particular person was so gung-ho about Trump stuff. But then, like, I think about this, too, especially with immigrants that come here. They try to whitewash themselves, mm-hmm. like, get involved in white people stuff and then pass themselves off as being a white, but not like pass off as being a white person, but take all the characteristics of what like a general white person would take. And this person was like a huge, huge gun net NRA military. So I kind of got where it came from. But at this point, it's like, there's been so much stuff done to so many people that it would, it's hard for me to distinguish just you being for that, for Trump's policies mm-hmm. than for Trump as a person. Even then I'm like, okay, tell me what policies. You're yeah. Talking even about. that. Yeah. Wild times, man. Speaking of even wilder times, NASA like is putting a 4G network on the moon. Oh, speaking of that, I saw that. And did you also see that NASA had a big announcement about the moon? On It's coming Monday, right? Yeah. And there, there's all these predictions about it, right? Okay. So some of the predictions, let me read them to you. This will definitely be a topic on next week's episode. Oh, for sure, bro. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Anything that has to do with space, I'm excited Dude, for. Dude, same. Anytime NASA says they're making an announcement, I'm tuned in. First of all, let's touch on the 4G thing that you're talking about. So we're going to have good cell service up there. Decent. Yeah. But for what? Not not quite LTE. Not yeah. quite 5G. That's true. Or 4G is cool. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, this is okay. Yeah. Does, can you not get 5G up on the moon? That is... Yeah, that's a good point. Like, why would you guys go, like, subpar? I got it, dude. The 5G is what made coronavirus go crazy, so maybe they don't want to put 5G on there so they don't inhabit the moon with ah. coronavirus. Yep. Yep. That's got to be what it is. Got it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, some of the predictions of the moon announcements that NASA is going to make are... There's three big predictions. One is... Infrared observations of the surface might show that it contains a molten core. Okay. Which is interesting. Which is, there's always been this long-standing belief that the, the moon is hollow, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah. And then second, there might be ice right beneath the surface mm-hmm. or minor tectonic plates. Oh, God. Yeah. Which, which would explain, like, the, the waves and how it affects mm-hmm. our, our uh, oceans and stuff. So, yeah. And then also, instead of ice, it might be liquid water underneath crazy yeah and the reason why it would be liquid it's due to tidal heating interesting yeah i've never heard that term before but i'm Mm -hmm. assuming it's just like the kinetic energy of the water moving back and forth heating it up enough to not freeze but yeah i'm looking forward to that oh i definitely yeah it also could be that they're just trying to get some power up there so that they could get the transformers back running (laughs) (laughs) i see what you did there that was a great movie though it was a great movie you know i will say though uh i might give transformers michael bay a lot of heat because of you know the way he makes movies which is just a bunch of explosions and crazy shit mm-hmm. but they're generally pretty entertaining movies they i'm are. not really looking for a lot of substance in them oh yeah i'm definitely not when i <laughs> yeah. go into a michael bay movie uh trump's dishonesty is getting worse apparently last weekend from friday to sunday was one of his most dishonest three-day periods of the last five years he made at least 66 separate false or misleading claims not counting the times he repeated those 66 lies or claims that's funny i just don't understand now how he just lies and lies and lies and his people are just like Oh, who gives a shit? I guess it's all just cool. It really does have to do with, like, your personal bubble. Like, the people that I think that are Republicans and claim they don't follow Trump, they're really like, as long as my money's not touched. Like, I just actually talked to Spice about this. As long as my money's not touched, I don't give a fuck what he does. That's really true. It doesn't affect me. Just like she gave an uh, an analogy, and she was like, just like, okay, there's a hurricane in, you know, an island off the coast of whatever. Like, okay, well, my house is fine here. Yeah. Like, well, what am I supposed to do? Right. And I feel like that's the same thing. Or there could be a hurricane happening. You don't even fucking know. It's true. Because your bubble's fine. Exactly. I also think of it this way, too, for Republicans or people that are supporters of Trump. They want people to follow the rules and law and order until the, those rules and law and order apply to them. Yeah, for sure. That's crazy. So just all the the brown and black people in the country, they all have to follow the rules. But as soon as that rule applies to me, it's like, oh, my God, my liberties are being violated. That's a supremacy shit. Yes, sir. Got anything else? Uh, our friend, well, I wouldn't call her our friend, but Ghislaine Maxwell had a bunch of files unsealed this morning. Oh, boy. Um, 400 pages, 400 page deposition um, after she lost an appeal to, this earlier week to keep those sealed. Um, apparently, there's some blacked out information with names on it, who people are speculating is Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew. Um apparently she also testified that Epstein was very good to her when her father died and that was the reason she remained loyal to him even after he went to jail 
bro, I don't know about all that. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, and then I had one final. Was this one final one? Oh, two final ones. We'll go with the bad one first and then the good one after. Well, actually, this is good, even though it's bad. Oh. Um, a judge dismissed a third-degree murder charge against Derek Chauvin for the killing of George Floyd, but the judge upheld the more serious second-degree murder and manslaughter charges, meaning he faces up to 55 years in prison. Hmm, let's see if he actually gets... Legit I don't time. think he's getting 55. Facing up to is such a misleading thing. For sure. Like, okay. Yeah. So what is he getting of that? Exactly. Two? And what is he going to have? A, it always ends in a plea deal where he only he's spends four years in there and then spends the rest of his life. He's going to end up on probation for two years. Crazy. Um, and then the last one. Did you watch Static Shock when you were a kid? No, but I know what it is. Okay. Uh, Michael B. Jordan apparently is serving as a producer for a live action Static Shock. Hmm. I think that's really dope considering there's not a lot of like younger black superheroes for mm-hmm. uh, kids these days. So I think that that's really dope. Yeah. Especially after like uh, they brought out uh, Miles. Was, yeah, Miles. Still one of my favorite movies over the last couple of years. Spider, Spider-Man Spider Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. Dope. And that game looks like it's going to be fire. Yeah. yeah. And that is Hot Headlines. So I was thinking because right now we're in such a weird time that it seems like um, hacking is at like an all-time high. For sure. Everyone wants to blackmail everybody with whatever. What do you think the craziest thing would be that leaks that most people would feel a way about? In this time? In this time. Like, just the general public. If there's like a general public leak. Like, for example, do you remember, um, I think it was Ashley Madison was the website? Oh, that's the one where the you could go on and if you were in a relationship, you could go on and find people to cheat with exactly. right, from other relationships. Exactly. That's some wild stuff. But do you remember when that database leaked? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That was obviously bad for them. Like, what is something along those lines where it's like, not necessarily you don't have to be famous for it to leak like your nudes or something like that, but just yeah. for the average person? Um, I wrote a couple things down. Definitely some wild sex stuff. So, like, your iCloud leaking? Yeah, like, if you were... Like, let's say you're married or something, and then it comes out that you're in all these, like, weird orgies and, like, participating in all these crazy sex stuff without your partner. That, that could be, be pretty wild. damaging. Um, doing some kind of hardcore drug or, like, being addicted to hardcore drugs, especially people that give off this appearance like they're better than everybody else, but then secretly, you know, they're popping Fucking pills or chugging coke. bottles. Yeah, exactly. Bro, speaking of that, though, there was a company that I worked at, <laughs> and the first time I've ever seen someone do heroin. That's insane. And they went back to work and worked just fine. Dude, it's crazy. It's crazy how many people can do these these drugs and operate normally. Yeah. Like nuts. Blew my mind, bro. I was like, wow, you're really just like functioning as fuck. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Um, Also, anything to do with kids, like any kind of weird kid shit, any kind of weird sex kid stuff, any kind of just anything weird beating up on kids, like Mm -hmm. any kind of thing with kids is automatically one of those ones that people hold to high regard. And uh, what would leak with that though? Like child porn, maybe, or okay, or if you had like a, like a, um, you went to jail for beating up your kid, but that's still public record. That part that is true, or you were secretly beating up your kid and somebody found out, like mm. that could be it. Like just anything with kids, really, mm-hmm. is crossing the line. I mean, um, and then the last one I wrote down was having a secret family. <laughs> oh, that would be wild, bro. Because back in the day, people did have secret families, like whole other families that yeah. they would go on business trips and go see their kids. But now you can't really do that because of the internet. Yeah, that's true. Or maybe you can do it better. That's true. Or maybe like illegitimate children like that people don't know about. I think that would be a pretty big one. Unless you didn't know the the kid, you had a kid. It'd be pretty crazy for somebody to expose that. Say on a Jay-Z beat with, you know, Push D rapping. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was wild. Yeah, trying to save him from the world, you feel me? (laughs) Uh, But still, I don't know how he got that bar off, (laughs) but that was still a good bar. Yeah. So I know somebody who knows somebody. That told me the story. You know somebody that knows something about it? No, just two knows. <laughs> just two knows away. So I know somebody that knows somebody. And um, they were telling me that this person married their babysitter, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. Keep going. Got pregnant by the babysitter's brother. Had the kid. Wait, so was a babysitter a male? The babysitter was a male. Okay. Yeah. So this woman was a female, got pregnant by the brother of the babysitter. Exactly. Oh, Chile. And then uh, ends up raising the kid as if it's the guys the husband's kid and the kid's like six now yeah and he looks similar because they're brothers right man right that's some worry stuff and the girl told the person i know and she's like yeah i think about this all the time but i'm never gonna tell him obviously yeah i was like wow that's crazy i don't know what i would do in that situation honestly if i found out that the woman that i was married to had a baby with me well i don't have a brother but i would fucking leave yeah bye yeah didn't we have a conversation about this a couple of weeks ago about the woman finding out or the guy finding out that the baby wasn't his? Mm-hmm. 
Imagine being yeah, that was, there, though, because then you'd have to cut off your family, too. Yeah, but well, this... certain family. The video that we watched, though, or what we were talking about was... Uh, it was her kid, wasn't it? Yeah, her kid, and then... No. Well, it was her kid, and she led the guy on to believe that it was his kid, and then he found out and then gave her that present with the results DNA of DNA test, Which yeah. was still one of the best videos I've ever seen this year. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was well done in a fucked up way. Yeah. Some of the things that I was thinking, like, what if everyone's voter registration was leaked? That would be interesting so people couldn't just hide behind who they're voting for mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, that would be interesting. Because I think that there's a lot of people that are very money motivated mm-hmm. that would vote for Trump. 100%. Okay, the, the thing going on with 50 Cent right now. Yeah. yeah. Fucking wow, bro. Like, that kind of broke my heart, man. 50 pretty much alluding to, like, I mean, Trump isn't going to fuck my money over, so I might have to vote for him. And he trolls a lot, so I don't know how much of this is real, but... Even yeah, the tax numbers that he was given, I saw the 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 infograph that he saw where it was like sixty two percent or whatever. Mm-hmm. But from my understanding, or at least from the the Twitter, uh, ec- what are they called? Econ- econ- economics, economists, economists. the Twitter <laughs> economists, <laughs> yeah. the Twitter economists. According to them, you only get taxed that rate for every dollar over four hundred k that you make. Yeah, but how much does fifty have? Exactly. So that's I mean that's still a pretty considerable amount of money, but. That's only for like the super elite, like not ever. like there's less than probably 90% of people making more than 400k a year. For sure. For sure. But I do think that there's people that we know that make that money that don't really act like it. Mm -hmm. Because 400 grand isn't like... It's not like an astronomical number. Yeah. I feel like if you're making 400 grand, you're just a very smart person. Like Mm -hmm. you're you're probably living relatively comfortable. You're not too flashy at that point, right? Right. You would think. You would think, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that's still enough to be grounded... Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, you're not too far detached. So, I can perceive you as probably being liberal and yeah. not, but you that doesn't mean that you're going to vote that because you might get your money fucked. Imagine being at the 400,000 mark. That's it. Just 400,000. Right. And you get hit 60%. That's crazy. Compared to someone who makes 40 million, mm-hmm. which I get that the numbers are, like, the $40 million person is obviously going to spend more, but 60%, like... Yeah. Bro, that's, yeah, that's a that's a difference between two hundred thousand dollars, which is out of four hundred thousand, is a lot as compared to twenty out of forty. Exactly, which is still a very, very, very considerable amount of money. But I'm a lot happier with the twenty million exactly. than I am with the fucking two hundred thousand. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just wild. Um, honestly, the, even the Trump thing. Okay, when the Trump stuff came out that he was evading his taxes or whatever, at first I was kind of pissed. I'm like, damn, this guy pays less taxes than I do. But given his position, I would probably try to find every tax loop I could, too. Yeah, I get that to an extent. With good reason. I completely get that where you're trying to maximize your money and using the laws to benefit. Mm-hmm. I get that. But then there's a point where it's like, if you are spending more money in taxes in a different country. Yeah. That's wild, bro. You see the secret Chinese bank account? Yeah, bro. Like, that's so weird. Like, so you don't like China, but you're definitely and benefiting off of their economy. 100%. So crazy. It's weird. All this stuff is weird, man. I mean, the funniest thing about the Trump, just like I was saying earlier about the, uh, um, it only applies to them when it's, or it's only law and order when it applies to everybody else, but when it's them, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with Trump. He accuses all these people of doing this stuff, but he's the one doing it. Yeah. Wild stuff. Um, but we had touched on nudes. I know you'd said nudes leaking would be kind of a thing. I don't think in this day and age, though, that that's as serious as it used to be. Yeah. Well, we get so much information now that nudes only last like a day and then nobody gives a fuck about them anymore. Like the Cardi B stuff that came out like two weeks ago, nobody even cares about that anymore. Yeah. And especially if you just like own it, like, yeah, fuck that. What? Yeah. And like we, we live in an over sexualized uh, society anyway. So seeing a boob is not really the craziest thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I think that if your iCloud, your whole iCloud leaked though, like imagine this, there was some website where everyone's iCloud leaked, and all you have to do is just type in a phone number. Yeah. Imagine how fucked up that would be. Relationships are ending. For sure. People are going to just be all in everyone's business, like, oh, shit, he's talking to her, too, and vice versa, and oh, man. People are going to think that I'm a Trump supporter because I have all these hot headlines from Trump stuff. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is this? I thought he he said he hated Trump. It's just going to be weird. You're going to find some real Trump supporters, too. Like, damn, come to find out you have seven different IG accounts that are all pro-Trump. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. American fucking, Pride 1994. Yeah, PayPay <laughs> is your fucking crazy. default. Yeah. <laughs> PayPay. Yeah, and even going on this, like, 
the, the, obviously the Hunter Biden stuff has been in the news pretty crazy, but I see so many people slandering him for his drug addiction, but it's like, how many people are one person away from knowing somebody that has a serious drug addiction like that? Yeah. Or how many of them are drug addicts themselves? How many of them need to drink five glasses of wine just to go to bed at night or pop prescription pills all day just to get, and I mean, prescription pills as in like painkillers and opioids mm -hmm. just to get through a day. Or like I said earlier, go to the bathroom during their break at work and go do a line. Like it's so crazy that we sit here and we attack these people. Yet a lot of these people are doing the same exact thing that they're attacking other people for. Yeah. And it's so crazy. They're using it as ammo against biden when biden's done nothing but try to help his son get over his addiction the way i see it though when trump throws jabs at biden mm -hmm. in biden's circle i don't see it as trump is saying this stuff so that people stop voting for biden that probably have it in their mind that they're gonna vote for biden anyway right i see it as solidifying his base yep it's like i'm a bully i'm a bully fuck with me yeah you exactly. know what i mean like i don't see it as deterring people voting for Biden that are already going to vote for him. They love they love that stuff. It gets them riled up. They think that being an overpompous jackass that just talks a bunch of shit about people is a cool thing to be. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, which is weird. I mean, the, the level of, like, just a little bit of decency has just gone out the window. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Yeah, one more that I had was, um, if like, everyone's W-2s leaked. I don't know if that's public information. <laughs> Man, you ain't going to find shit in my W-2s. But I'm just saying, though, like, there's some people who are out here flexing. That's true. Yeah, I mean. That's and, very true. They're leasing a car that they can barely afford. Yeah, or I saw, like, a wild thing where these girls were, uh, they go on to, like, this set in Hollywood, mm -hmm. where, like, some kind of company puts these sets together, and they look like private jets. Yeah, I saw that, too. I'm like, dude, for what? Like, I get that you guys want to look cool on the internet, and yes, I like looking cool on the internet, too, but it's at the expense of my credibility. Yeah. Like, I think that's just so weird. That's something that can so easily be verified. Yeah. Like, you really went to a staged airplane to pretend like you're about that jet life. Yeah, and you're, they're gonna, are you gonna assume that the thousand other girls that use the same thing that nobody's going to draw a connection between yeah. all of you guys like that can't all be meek mills jet yeah you know, like, oh you fly that airlines too oh yeah, yeah me too ha, ha, ha. wild i know devin booker is not giving you guys this many airplane rides places real shit shout out to book though yeah i could definitely see a lot of people looking real bad if something like that happened like damn you really i really thought he had it all like, he's out here, like, fucking balling. Well, remember, did we talk about the Vice episode about the guy that had the, oh, the import cars uh -huh. and was saying that they were his when they were really all his friends and stuff? Yeah. A slave to the lifestyle, man. Yeah. It would be interesting, like, even to see um, how much debt people have. Yeah. I think that'd be crazy, like, just going back over what we were just talking about, like, oh, this person has it all. Like, they have the dopest car, the dopest mm -hmm. house, blah, blah, blah. Come to find out they have a 400 credit score with $100,000 in credit card debt. Haven't paid their student loans in 15 years. Yeah, man. Every car is maxed out, but they're putting on this facade that they got it like that. Hey, I'll let you know right now. All my debt is from fucking student loans. Like, shit. if you guys go through my shit, that's all you're going to find. I, feel I don't got any debt anywhere. All my credit cards are paid off. Everything's paid off, but it's those student loans. Man, yeah. we should start a student loan company. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, one that actually helps people. That's the opposite of student loans, yeah. but that's called charity. <laughs> I wonder if student loans are going to go away, though. I think so. I think Biden and uh, Harris are running pretty hard on, on that. Well, they're not really talking about it, but it's part of their plan is to get rid of student loans in some areas. Like, if you make under a certain amount of money, you can qualify for so much of your student loan off, which would be incredible because I feel like a lot of... Especially between the ages like 22 and 30, a lot of people are strangleholded by their student loans. Like, there's so many things that those loans affect, from buying a home to mm -hmm. buying a car to even now jobs are looking into what kind of debt you have. Like, it's crazy how much hold just going to school can put on your the entire rest of your life when you're going to school in the first place to make a good career. But now this debt is affecting all of that. Yeah, you graduate with a house payment. You don't even have a house. Just insane. Crazy. Like, I think about how much I spent on college. I was like, damn, I could have bought a fucking... Nice ass whip for that much, like nice, nice whip. Yeah, but I guess and I could have already been dead from crashing it. Yeah, Shit. <laughs> I guess that's a trade off for getting a piece of paper with my name on it. Yeah, it's a nice ass piece of paper though, bro. I mean, it is very nice. She look hella pretty for like the first six months that you have it, and then it just sits on the wall, and you're just like, man, what? <laughs> I'm about to buy a PhD offline for sixty nine dollars. <laughs> That'd be dope. Doctor <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyler. Hell yeah. Dr. Ty was good. I mean, that seems like where all the Trump's physicians are getting their PhDs from, so. Bro, I'm trying to get in the cabinet. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, man. So I took the risk on Sunday and went and saw Tenet in the movie theaters, mm -hmm. which I will say they did a pretty good job of, uh, like, social distancing, making sure seats were away from each other. I actually took my own uh, wipes and wiped down the seat myself, and I kept my mask on the entire time because I'm just really nervy about this, but... um. 
Watching Tenet, first off, amazing movie. Anything Christopher Nolan touches is amazing. Uh, pause. Uh, <laughs> but I did want to know, so we were talking to, like, I think it was last week, you had a dream about a movie. Mm-hmm. And I've always thought about, if I was a director, what kind of movie I'd make or what kind of genre I'd want to make my movie, who I'd cast, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I was interested in finding out what kind of movie you'd make. And who do you have in there? This is this is exciting because I when I woke up, I was like, damn, this is a good ass idea. And I feel like I never toot my own horn to myself like that. Right? Oh, you're talking about for the movie idea. For this movie okay. idea. Okay. Yeah. It's like you waking up and tooting your own horns in the wild. <laughs> yeah. So like um, Rudy Giuliani over here. I'm just throwing this out there right now. If you take my idea and run with it, whoever the fuck I is listening. Kill you. I won't kill you, but I just want peace. That's <laughs> what is, uh, what I do he, want to see it made. What does he say in um what's the movie with Liam Neeson? He's like, I have a special set of skills and I will find you. Something like that, yeah. Right? So it's a warning for you guys. Uh, was it taken? Taken, yeah. Okay. All right, so here's what happened in my uh, in my dream. The dream took place in like this weird fraternity setting, and and like in fraternities like that, like they usually have like blackmail against each other, right? Yeah. But this is like a very elite hypnotist fraternity. Sick. So everyone in the fraternity is a hypnotist, almost like those secret societies for like magicians and stuff, right? And the objective of the of this fraternity is to manipulate high profile influencers around the world to kind of uh control how the world works, right? Yeah. And we're not talking about like TikTok influencers, we're talking about like people with some real power. Exactly. Okay. Like world leaders, um, people with the money, whatever it is. So obviously the Hollywood you know, elite. Yeah. So you have to have <laughs> a sit down with them. You talk to them. And if you're a master hypnotist, you don't have to hold a fucking string in front of your eyes. You right. know what I mean? You're going to figure out a way to hypnotize someone to control them in a certain way because you're a master at this shit. Right. Right. So that's the premise of their objective. But then there's an antagonist that's within the fraternity that instead of going with the flow of what the fraternity wants, let's say that the fraternity is to influence the world leaders in order for the world to maintain a good place. Right. There's one person in there that actually wants it to be bad. He wants all the power to himself because he sees how much influence that these people have. Oh, okay. Right? So I was wondering why you called him an antagonist. I thought you were going to go with the spin that he was one of the people that wanted to grid everybody of the hypnotist so that every there would be no influence. Like he was trying to save everybody from being mm. influenced. No, he's the one that wants to abuse the power. Oh, I like a good villain plot line. Yeah. So he wants to abuse the power. And in order to get into this fraternity, each member has to hypnotize the next person so that they have blackmail on each other so i know how to uh i know your trigger to trigger you to do whatever i say mm-hmm. right and they each have that on each other but this one guy he learned how to like almost like inception where you like um know how to like have layers in your mind to block it out right so he blocks it out knows how to or he pretends like he's under this influence mm-hmm. but never really gets hypnotized and now he had now he's abusing the power to influence world leaders blah, blah blah so now the fraternity has to use their powers to get him when he's already like on the run just fucking hypnotizing all these people fucking yeah. up the world i think that shit would be dope and then the plot twist is that the master of the hypnotist is his dad and that he's the illegitimate son mm. That could be pretty cool, yeah. I like a little twist like that. That's weird shit. Yeah. Like he has like a, a different end with someone in there that no one else knows about. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe they're in cahoots to take down. Maybe they they feel like the hypnotists have gotten too out of control and they need to bring them back. Yeah. So See, you have to write a screenplay. I wouldn't want Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio to do that, but I feel like Inception is similar. So that would be weird. He did, There's definitely like a typecast type deal mm-hmm. going on with him. Who else do you think would be good as the lead for that? The lead antagonist. Hmm. Wouldn't like, you want somebody younger? It doesn't have Michael to Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, Denzel? I was about to say, I'm about to throw out fucking Denzel next. Uh, oh. I don't know. Actually, Denzel could be like the leader. Yeah, I could definitely see him in a position like that. Uh, Will Smith could definitely fit in there somewhere as like a, a leader. Nah, I don't think I want Will in there. But he usually plays the hero, so to have him be somebody that's kind of evil or doing things for nefarious reasons doesn't... Yeah, I can see Denzel definitely being in there. Um, let's see, who else is like a, who's like a mysterious person who's like good but can go bad very easy? Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah. I feel like he can be part of the fraternity. Yeah, he could definitely be like the sick older brother or something. Or he can be the guy that everyone thinks is the bad guy. Oh, that could that be good. That is a good one. Yeah. Jared Leto's another good one. I keep naming Joker guys, but. Yeah. He's he pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, Damn. Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I don't know. I think that that would be a really cool movie, though. 
Another cool idea. What uh, what movies do you think influence that? I know it's from a dream, but what movies do you think would influence that movie? Like what movies are similar? I think that there's a, like you can compare it to Inception where it has to do with not necessarily, uh, actually, yeah, I, I think it could be like Inception where it has to do with um, if you train your mind right, you can guard against being hypnotized. Mm-hmm. And also if someone is hypnotizing you, they have to be able to navigate deep in your mind. Yeah. I think that those are pretty similar. Even like Get Out. Like, remember how she has like the the spoon in the cup? Yep. That's not a stereotypical way to hypnotize somebody. No, not at all. And, and I like the, that. They had the TV too, right? Yeah. Where like as soon as she clinks the little glass, then he falls. Yeah. And I think that that's cool because it's not like I said the, the traditional way to hypnotize somebody. Right. Putting a yo-yo or whatever the fuck they used to do. Yeah. So if everyone had like their own power, like, what if all I had to do was just like just touch my face? Yeah. And now you're under. Or like put a hat on or something like you just adjust your hat and then all of a sudden the dude just falls. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, I think that type of shit. What cool. if you were not meaning to hypnotize somebody? You were just trying to adjust your hat and you got all these people hypnotized. Yeah. But you're like, oh shit. You can never adjust your hat. Sorry. Like, fuck, I got to leave my hat sideways. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I got to look like T.I. out here. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Uh, for, for me personally, I think I didn't really have like a plot of a movie that I wanted to do, but mine would definitely be like a sci-fi psychological type thriller i love those like the matrix like mm-hmm. anything christopher nolan um stuff like that i always love movies too where it's like an outcast the main character is like an outcast that doesn't realize his powers or her powers mm-hmm. and then gradually has to be thrown into a situation like there's some traumatic event they have to be thrown into a situation where they become the hero and save everybody those are my kind of favorite movies so i think of mine would be something like that and i think i would actually want to use a relatively unknown actor or actress for it Okay. Yeah. Like not maybe not unknown, but somebody that's not as big because it, like what you were saying with the Leonardo DiCaprio thing, and they do this a lot in superhero movies. They keep recasting the same people over and over again, and it's like I'm kind of tired of seeing the same five people in the same five superhero movies mm-hmm. and the same five psychological movies. So it does work sometimes though if it's like like Christopher Nolan who uses the same people over and over again. But yeah, I think if you have like people that have to be wise, I think using a typecasted uh, actor mm-hmm. would be good because we have a reputation with them in multiple movies as being a prestigious person. Right. Like, um, uh, what's his name? I can't think of the guy's name, the English guy that plays, uh, Batman's Butler. Oh fuck. What is his name? I just looked him up. Gary. Is it Gary? I just put Weston on the dark Knight. Oh man. Yeah. So I just looked his name up. Fuck. I think it's Gary something, but I know who you're talking about. Even like Morgan Freeman. For sure. Like he's automatically going to have a status when he goes into a movie. Automatically. Right. And we got to shout out uh, 21 and Metro for using him on those uh, yeah. on those interludes because those were fucking perfect. Amazing album. Um, I love I, anything 21. Yeah, dude. 21's killing it. Um, I also definitely think that my movie would have to have some kind of villain, but not like a brute force villain like a Thanos, but like a methodical one mm-hmm. like the Joker or like any Bond villain. See, I don't like the brute force villains. I don't either. I don't like people that just kill and just that's it. And they have yeah. no character development, no story arc, no nothing. I mean, Thanos did have a, oh, I'm using him as an example, but he had a wide array of things, not just being a brute force person, but I'm like those type of characters. I'm just not really into. I get what you mean. Like, okay, sure. Like we'll use Bane, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Yeah. He is wise, I guess, but I feel like there's a certain level of complex complexity to his wisdom that's not there and that's what kind of detached me from that particular villain yeah like joker he is really just so from the dark knight yeah he's just so it's just so him i don't know how to describe it well and also bane they kind of cheapened bane's character at the end of the movie by making him look so pussy lipped and that's why he was doing all of this because mm-hmm. he was in love with talia or whatever so it's like damn man bane was like this super cool dude up yeah. until he made it look like he was some wimp that was just falling around like a lost puppy yeah but i, I, I know the feeling man love will love you have you doing some weird stuff like in the beginning of the dark knight where he has like all his henchmen kill each other off oh man one of the greatest opening right scenes ever. yeah like that's that's some master planning dude wait until you see tenet bro the opening scene is top five maybe top three opening scenes i've ever seen in really movie. it was so good okay Okay. Uh, like the rest of the movie was really great, but compared to that scene, I was like, damn, they really wasted the money shot on this first 10 minutes. Yeah. But it was so fire. Uh, I might have to go see it again, actually. Okay. I'm excited for this. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah. So, no structure movie production company coming down the pipeline. Coming very soon. Yeah. Very, very soon. Yeah. Cause we got all that money to make this shit. Man. Don't check I mean, my Christopher Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Nolan holler at us. Yeah. All right, you want to get into conspiracy talk? Conspiracy talk. Man, this one is weird. <laughs> I say this every single time, like, oh, we got a good one, or oh, yeah. this is weird. But this one, though, this has been around for a long time, because I remember, like, right after high school, seeing mm-hmm. this, and this was, like, around the time, like, 
Illuminati got popular and stuff. So if you're talking about conspiracies, you just sound weird. And this was at the time when, uh, like, all the hip-hop videos used to play off the Illuminati with, like, burning basketballs and devil horns and all that. So it was, yeah. like, a very cultural moment when this stuff happened, too. Yeah. But today we're talking about all the presidents being related, except for one. Yeah, it was... Uh, Martin Van Buren. Martin Van Buren. I think he's the 13th president, third president, something like that, or eighth. I don't know. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, he's he's, old. he's the only one that wasn't related to all the other presidents. Because I think he had Dutch roots or something. He didn't have his roots in... Because most of these uh, presidents, their roots are in English. Yeah. It's pretty weird, man. So um, they're all related to John Lackland. Oh, yeah. King John. Yeah. Of England. Of England. Yeah. Uh, did I say British King? Whatever. I don't know, but he signed the Magna Carta. Yeah, yeah. which I didn't even know what the Magna Carta was at first. Did you know what Holy that Holy Grail. <laughs> yeah, that's how I know. It was Jay-Z uh, it was, Magna Carta. It was, I think it was, if I remember correctly, I didn't do any research on what it was, but from what I remember from Civic, shout out Mr. Sl- was it Slavet? Yeah. Shout out Mr. Slavet. Uh, he described the Magna Carta as a document that the king signed to get away from British rule, I think was what Magna Carta was. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. I'm really bad at history, so. It's a royal charter of rights agreed to by King John of England. Oh, well, I don't know if that fits my definition. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Mr. Slavet was lying this whole time. Still interesting, though, <laughs> yeah. that they're all related to a very powerful person mm. back in 1215, which at the time, I guess people can argue that there wasn't that many people on Earth. Right. So maybe everybody kind of has a little bit of roots from them in the European area. Who right. knows? But also at that time, they're very incestuous yeah. to keep their uh, their bloodlines the bloodline, yeah. pure. You know what I mean? So, which is weird that you'd want to keep your bloodline pure by having sex with your cousin or something. Yeah, it doesn't sound very it doesn't pure. Seem like, yeah, it doesn't seem very pure about that. Yeah. So there was a, a theory back in the day by Harold Brook Baker. Yep. Harold Brooks Baker. It was called the Royal Candidate Theory, mm-hmm. and the theory entailed that the candidate or the winning candidate in the United States presidential elections will be the candidate with the greatest percentage of royal blood in his pedigree. Yep. Which is pretty interesting because if you do kind of go back, he predicted this all the way up until like 2004 when he died. Right. Yeah. The last one was John Kerry and Bush and he thought Kerry would win, but... Bush oh, did he think Bush Kerry would win? Yeah. Unfortunately for us, Bush won. Oh, interesting. But I mean, he was still... Uh, Bush is still related. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's still... But I think they said that John Kerry just had more of the royal blood in him or whatever this bloodline is. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I guess like the main conspiracy about this is in 1776... We declared independence from Great Britain. Yeah. Right? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> the reason why we say allegedly is because if these presidents have all been related to royalty in that area, did we really declare independence? No, we just are continuing. So that's my thing is that everybody always talks about how America broke from England and became their own thing. But all of the stuff that America was founded on was rooted in English doctrine. It's stuff that came from the English. It, and it still happens today. It's just like uh, Trump with this whole healthcare plan. It's just Obamacare, and he's just adding a few things. Like everything is just a copy of something else. So it's not really like we freed ourselves from that. We just took their part of it out, and, but kept all the basics of it. But I can see policy, like some policy transferring, especially if they have good ideas. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't have sure. to think of any more ideas. If you got good ideas, I'm gonna just take those. Whatever. Right. But I think the big issue is that all of the leaders since then have been related. So yeah. it is kind of like a, this weird monarchy still. For sure. Um, yeah, I mean, this stuff, it just, it's just a way to keep and retain power, especially when you have this many people. Like, think about back in the old days when uh, all this stuff was going on, right? Like, you couldn't travel very far without having to spend weeks or months on this trail or whatever. So, of course, you're going to fornicate with people that are in your immediate surroundings, which just so happened to be a whole bunch of politicians and royal family members and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So, of course, the bloodline is going to continue. It's the same thing nowadays. Like, you know, when we, I think we had talked about before on the podcast about uh, the Olympics, how all those athletes were there and they're, you know, they're messing with each other because they're all there. It's the same thing with these politicians. They're all banging each other because they're all in Washington on Capitol Hill. That's a good point. Uh, This does remind me of the Office episode when they tricked Andy into believing that he was related to Michelle Obama. Did you ever see that one? (laughs) No. That was so funny. He spent the entire episode bragging about how he was related to Michelle Obama when really it was just a ruse from, I think, Daryl to throw him off. That's hella funny. Let's look at the last few presidents, and I'll tell you like who they were related to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donald Trump is a descendant of Edward III of England. Okay. Barack Obama, <laughs> Barack Obama is also a descendant of Edward of England, but it was Edward I, which I don't know how you can be related to the grandfather and not the son. Yeah, that geno- genealogically, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. That's a word. (laughs) Also related to William the Lion. Why the fuck can I talk? William the Lion? Also related to William the Lion of Scotland. I wonder why he was called the Lion. 
know. George H.W. Bush and his son, George W. Bush, are both descendants of Edward I of England, just like Barack Obama, and Robert II of Scotland. So they both have um, the England and Scotland heritage around the same era. Right. Which is very interesting. Yeah, I can keep going. Like Gerald Ford or Jimmy Carter is the descendant of Harry II of England. Gerald Ford, descendant of Edward I of England, just like George W. Bush and Barack Obama. Uh, Richard Nixon, descendant of Harry II of England, just like Jimmy Carter. Um, it's crazy, man. Like, they're all just fucking related yes. by, like, the same few people. I saw when we were talking about the uh, the 42 out of the 43 presidents. Just, so this is from before when we were talking about when this was back popular. This was, like, a 12-year-old that came up with all this. She Oh, that's right. She started doing all this research because I guess her dad was really into this stuff, too, and she did all this research and connected all these people, mm-hmm. which is nuts to me. But I guess this isn't really a conspiracy since we can prove that these people are actually related. I think the conspiracy more comes from the fact that instead of picking outsiders, we just continue to draw from the same bloodlines and expect a different result. Exactly. Like, are we really a separate entity from our origin? That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. So I'm cause you're curious to see who Biden has ties to. I'm sure we can look it up. Damn, I should have looked it up. Yeah. Oh, well. we'll have an update for you guys going off of the most royal candidate theory. Hopefully Biden has some. Yeah, because clearly Donald Trump does. Yeah. So if that's the case, I mean, yeah, Yeeks. I don't even want to say it. <laughs> I don't want to jinx what's going on. Yeah. Uh, isn't there a theory out there, too, that we're all related to Genghis Khan? I saw that Genghis Khan has like the most he was spread just, out bloodline. Yeah, because he was just going from continent to continent, killing and fucking. Fucking. Just fucking. That's wild, dude. I think it was like one in three Chinese people are related. Something it's going like to be that. really funny when we all find out that we're all related to Will Chamberlain. Was it, was it Will Chamberlain? With the, I think so. like a thousand yeah. women or something? No, it was more than that. It was like 20,000 people. People? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit, I don't know. Shit, there might have been a guy throwing it there I, somewhere. 20,000 there had to have been, bro. Like, that's wild. Because I remember him saying, like, yeah, I could have filled the stadium. Bro. That's nuts. Bro. I wonder how many times he's, like, fucked the same person. Yeah, like, like he's none? a one and done. Yeah. yeah. That's so wild. Like, let's break that down real fast. So, 20,000, 20,000 bodies mm-hmm. divided by 365 days a year. And this means that he could obviously have had sex multiple times. Yeah, a or day. he was in a lot of orgies or threesomes exactly. or foursomes or Which I think is, sixsomes, probably. I think is the case because in order to fuck 20,000 people, it's going to take you 54 years if you fucked one person a day every day. That's insane. So, yeah, you're fucking, bro. Yeah, that's a lot. Modern day Genghis Khan. I don't even know if that's a fucked up comparison. I'm not even trying to be like that. I'm just saying like you guys fuck. Hey man, you guys <laughs> that's what I'm saying. All we're saying is you were out here. Right? Yeah, we're not saying, saying that you guys should say policies, yeah. views, whatever. Yeah. We were just saying that both of you guys are really into fucking. You guys like fucking. Um, yeah, that's all I got on this. Yeah, I mean weird shit. Yeah, just to wrap it up, I mean this stuff, I mean, it, as weird as it is, it's not really that weird considering, you know, politics and everything. And then if you, even if you watch old movies, all these people were fucking each other back in Egyptian times and medieval times so yeah yeah i wonder if we have any relationship to any of these people hopefully not george w bush God, i hate that guy you kind of find out he's your great 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 dad great 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 granddaddy um actually before we leave do you know the difference between first cousin second cousin third cousin fourth cousin stuff like that so i think like second cousin would be like my cousin's kid right that is your first cousin removed wow so your cousin's kid is your first cousin removed. That's interesting. And then your first cousin would be from your grandparents. So however many greats you have in front of your grandparents, so if it's great grandparent, mm. second cousin. Okay. Great great grand third. So cousin. from just your regular grandparents to just be your cousin. Correct. Okay. And it, you know in Guam, like everybody's everybody's cousin and everybody's related some way. So yeah, we never really. Said like second cousin or third cousin, everybody's everybody's cousin or somebody's somebody's uncle. Yeah, genealogy terms are so weird. Like first cousin once removed. Um, I don't know, just like weird shit like that. You <laughs> know what I mean, like even the removed part's weird that you would refer to them. I actually had this discussion with my grandma because uh, so this guy was at a baseball game. Something something happened where he was at a game or something, and the team sent him some memorabilia. Oh no, it was a football player. I think we've actually talked about this. He removed his uh glove to give to a kid and it happened to have his wedding ring in it. Mm. And he was asking people to to give it back. And the guy found him on Twitter, the guy that had the glove and was like, My step nephew 
was the one that had your glove. And I thought it was so weird that they would refer to him as the step nephew. Cause it's like, you want people to know that he's lesser than your real nephew. Like, that is weird. It just seemed really weird for the verbiage that he used for it. That is definitely unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, I get it. He's married in, but why do you have to tell me that? Yeah. I mean, I get like, if you say like stepson because yeah. of the, the closer relationship with the nephew, like, what? well, I mean, the fact that we say stepson and stepdaughter so often in our culture, yeah. it's not weird, but stepnephew is kind of weird. Stepnephew. It just seems like you're going out of your way to make people know that that's not your real nephew. I feel like we only say stepkid because it's respect out of the parent. Right. Nephew is fine. Yeah. Like, you're not disrespecting nobody. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people call people their nephews when they're really not anyway. Yeah, so. man. That's yeah. But saying stepnephew definitely seems like a little jab. Yeah, Loki. That's funny. <laughs> like, damn, I wasn't even taking this kid to this fucking game, and now he's got the glove, and now he gets all the side memorabilia. And he's just my stepnephew. Yeah. We better do your stepnephews, all right? That's all. That's and getting all the love, and now he's a stepnephew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this kid. Picks of the week. Picks. How many you got this week? I got Uno Mas. Uno Mas. Um, this one I think is pretty interesting. So I tried this out today. What year were you born? 1990. 1990. I don't know why I have to think about that. Oh, he's a young player. Yeah. I'm an 80s baby. 89 all day. It's like, uh, I love when people say they're 80s baby. They were born like the last month of 89. Literally, bro. I was born in October of oh, 89. Yeah, sure. So I was like, yeah, I don't get to call that one, but whatever. <laughs> um, so Webster Dictionary okay. has a website, merriamwebster.com, mm-hmm. right? It's called the Time Traveler. It's a, a little segment of their website. And you can click on the year that you were born and you can find out what words were started that year. That's dope. It's super cool. So I'm going to give you a couple from 1990. Big box. Black hat. Ooh, black hat. Brain attack. Cyber culture. Fam. <laughs> I use fam all the time. So that makes sense. That's hella funny. Yeah. <laughs> Geek out. Hand gel. It's funny because they're like phrases that you wouldn't even think had an origin. Yeah. Um, their official origin date. Yeah. So they might've been used before, but they been added to the phrase dictionary apparently right. in 1990. Um, hoodie. Oh, sick. Love hoodies. Left click. It's funny how like the nineties have like all these like cyber computer yeah, terms, and stuff. terms. I guess that was like right at the launch of like the internet and stuff. Right. It wasn't mm-hmm. the internet like early nineties. Yeah. Or maybe eighties. I don't know. Yeah. Um, queer studies. <laughs> Interesting. Soundbar. Shout out to the LBGT community. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, spam. Spam. Like the food or like the internet spam? Probably internet spam, I yeah, would say. Yeah, because spam, the food's been around for a long time. I'm so. pretty sure that was like World War something yeah. for spam. I'm pretty sure that's why Guamanians are so hooked to it because during World War II, the Japanese invaded and that's probably all they could eat. Maybe. Uh, sky surfing. Nice. Props. Props. Tidy whities. And transmissible spongiform encephalopathy. Sounds like a STD. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> well, it's herpes. <laughs> 1990 gets that one. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that, that was pretty interesting. What were some words from your year? Some words from my year. Uh, air quotes. Nice. We use those a lot. So. We do. Uh, beat down. Beneficials. Um, bioplastic. Caffeinate. Oh. As we both drink energy drinks. <laughs> button bar. I don't even know what that means. Button like, bar. maybe that's what they called a keyboard before? Oh, maybe. Ah, interesting. Or maybe it's like a bar that serves beer and buttons. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Uh, Cybernaut. Eco-friendly. Mm. Cybersecurity. Uh, Generation X. Gangsta rap. Nice. <laughs> um, greenwashing. Helicopter parent. Hot link. Hot links. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, man up. Apparently, no one's ever used the word man and up yeah. next to each other before in a sentence to say 1989. Right click, which is funny because in 1990, you get left click. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sport you. Yeah, little did we know that those are going to dominate the market in 2020. Um, what was the last one? Sport you. What's sport you? Like SUV. Sport oh, okay. Um, like, my, my, like a young person that plays sports. Viral marketing and trip hop. What is trip hop? Never heard that one. I thought that was like psychedelic hip hop music. Okay. Well, I could be wrong, but. That was in 89. Oh, 1988 had adaptive cruise control. Interesting that that came out back then. At I'm, least telling the you, I'm telling you the technology is like 10 years before what we get. Oh, maybe we can like look into the words in this dictionary. Let me see what 2020 says real fast. Yeah. There's probably some interesting ones like fucking TikTok or. Or it'll have something that gives us a hint into like what's the next decade. Mm. Like right click. Like, imagine yeah. being in, like, 1990 being like, what the fuck is that? Right click. Most people didn't even touch a computer nor own one in 1990. I mean, I guess I could have guessed what the fuck is in 2020. Corona disease. Oh. COVID-19. CV-19. SARS-CoV-2. 
physically distant. <laughs> Damn, this is a depressing. Up, yeah. Multi-system inflammatory syndrome in children. Apparently, those words have never been used together. Yeah. Uh, pediatric multi-system inflammatory syndrome. Okay, yeah, we're done with 2020. Now, that's the most 2020 list of words you could possibly find. Like, if anything perfectly encapsulated what 2020 was, it would be that and the word Trump. It's crazy how there's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine words, and they're all very COVID-related. And we're, all, we're already 10 years, or 10 years, 10 months into the year. Shit. I remember yeah. there was a big deal when, uh, what was the word that Beyonce used in one of her songs? It was like a huge deal. Formation? No, it was, be- <laughs> it was before that. Was it Bootylicious? Yeah. I think that might have been put in the dictionary, and people were like angry about that. It might have not been Bootylicious. People were yeah. angry about ain't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fucking goobers. That's crazy. What, so that was just a Merriam... Merriam-Webster.com slash time traveler. Interesting. Yep. I, I, sometimes I'll look back and see like what like what people were born on my birthday or what happened mm-hmm. in certain years on my birthday. That's Me and Nick cool. Cannon have the same birthday. Nick Cannon? Mm-hmm. I have the same birthday as Eddie Murphy. Really? Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know if that's him. Eddie Murphy the comedian or Eddie Murphy the baseball player. There's like a black first baseman from like the 90s or 80s or something. You should Murphy. find that out and send him a birthday card. Yeah, that'd be cool. I bet you. Oh, and Cam Chancellor. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what's that. Um, I had two picks this week. Uh, the first one is for a book called The New Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Uh, it's available on audio, and it's actually free. It's a book written by John Perkins about how the U.S. sends these economic hitmen to try and gain power over countries through like false economics, false promises, threats, bribery, extortion, pretty much you name it. That sounds like a movie. So, that was my next point about this. I'm only a few chapters in, but it reads more like a movie or fiction story than a, like a biography, which makes it more interesting, because some of these books about these economics and stuff are really, really boring. But this guy takes you through like his whole life about how originally he started wanting to do really well, and then he got kind of trapped into this power cycle where they were giving him money to do things, and then he became like a shell of who he was. It's, it's pretty interesting. Is this on Audible, do you know? Yeah, it's free. What is it called? Uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman. The New Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Because apparently this book came out before, but they added chapters later. Yeah, um, you got me at free and uh, Audible. Yeah, it's really good. It's a pretty long read or listen. Yeah, it's like 13 or 14 hours, I'm halfway through. But uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, and it's just, it's so interesting to see how so much of what we do affects other countries. Like how we hold other countries hostage economically i don't know it's, it's it's pretty wild stuff yeah no for sure i'm excited to check this out i'm adding it to i'm downloading it right now yeah it's pretty good and then my other pick was uh do you listen to benny the butcher at all i don't i'm very aware of who it is though yeah album is crazy uh hit boy did the whole album okay so he's been kind of quiet lately who hit boy yeah no nah. oh i'm thinking uh hit maker oh yeah well he's he just did a um, whose album did he just do he he ep'd um ti's album Okay. I think is what I heard. But uh, Hit Boy's been doing crazy stuff this year. He did the Nas album. He did a lot of uh, Detroit 2. Album's crazy. Uh, Benny's rapping at a high level, which it's very hard to find rappers that are rapping at that kind of level now because everybody kind of makes the melodic stuff. So really mm-hmm. dope. Uh, the features that he had were great. He had Wayne. Um, he had... Uh, so crazy it? that Wayne is relevant still. Like, good for well, him. His verse is fire, too. I believe it. Uh, Big Sean was on there. Um, Dom Kennedy, which I, at first when I saw that song, I was like, eh, I'm mm-hmm. not the biggest Dom fan, but he killed it. Uh, which Dom has, he has some hitters for me. Like, I would say um, when he hits, he hits. He has good chemistry with Hit Boy, too. So okay. him over a Hit Boy beat is, you know, it makes sense. Um, my favorite track was this Legend. Pretty dope. Griselda's been on the same run, and the standout line that I had from this was, what's more important, the flower or the soil that grows it? Oh. I was like, damn, that's a bar. How do you take that? Uh, I take that as, like, you know how people get famous really, really fast, Mm -hmm. so everything looks pretty, Mm -hmm. but then they flame out really quick because they didn't build the foundation to getting famous? Mm, So they had shitty soil. Right. Got it. That's how I view that, at least. I like that. Yeah. So really dope album. Um, Benny's been on a crazy run. Uh, the Conway album, who's also on Griselda, his album was really good, and Hip Boy was all over that. I'm really happy to see Hip Boy getting a shine now too, because it seemed like he kind of got like ostracized from Kanye and the Good Music camp, and mm-hmm. kind of like went away for a while, even though he's been making incredible hits for years now. Yeah. So yeah, shout out Hip Boy. That's what's up. And that leads into shoutouts. Shout out. My shout out this week is for the mute button for this presentation debate. <laughs> Obviously, that's tonight. So we don't get to comment on it today we will for this episode. We will, for sure. sure. But uh, I'm really excited to see how that plays out. Um, yeah, it's about fucking time. Yeah. Um, I had two shout-outs this week. I meant to say this one last week because of the, we were talking about the Lakers stuff, but Avery Bradley, mm-hmm. uh, you know he's from Tacoma? 
I did not know that. Yeah, he's from Tacoma, but uh, that's not why I'm shouting him out. Okay. But a shout out to Tacoma. Yeah. Um, he donated thirty thousand to the WNBA bubble to help out with childcare there. He bought things like game consoles, art supplies, play pens, and a lot more. Um, people might ask, like, why is that such a big deal? Because it's WNBA players, but they make considerably less than NBA players. Man, I saw a comparison, side by side comparison of Sue Bird and LeBron James. Mm, it's like two hundred K to. Forty million or yeah. something like that, and she's won just as many championships. Just as many championships, and she's won in a lot of other places besides just the WNBA, the Olympics, mm-hmm. college, mm-hmm. like all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, pretty crazy. So yeah, so shout out to Avery Bradley for doing that. Um, of course, not only he's from Tacoma, but he also went to the University of Texas, which was my favorite basketball team growing up. So shout out to him. I think that's really dope that he was looking out for those kids. Yeah, shout out. Um, and then the other one. This is a kind of a sad shout out uh, to the people in Nigeria. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on. I don't know if you've been keeping up with the SARS stuff. That. Basically, if anybody's not up to date on this, uh, their government is like killing protesters, torturing them, doing all kinds of crazy things. And I know that like saying we're praying for you falls on deaf ears because prayers just seem like the least thing that you need right now. But definitely praying for everybody there. I'm also praying for the people here that have family in Nigeria that have to see this stuff going on and have this stress and all that on them. I'm um, just hoping for a peaceful resolution and. Hopefully, Nigeria can get their act together. Yeah. It's really sad what's going on there. Really shit. Yeah. And a reminder, with two weeks till the election, don't forget to vote. Um, you still have till the 26th to register to vote in Washington if you haven't. And also, just remember to vote for your, um, what's it called? Your local leaders, too. Because it's so important for that. It affects so many more things than just who's representing you. It affects, like we talked about last or last week or two weeks ago, the uh, political redrawing, all that stuff. So, there's just so much that happens because of this election. So, Please, 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 please get out and vote. Real shit. I'm filling out my ballots tonight. Yeah. Oh, so you got yours? Yeah. Yeah, I got mine, I think, Monday. Okay. So it's a couple days late, but... Yeah, I got mine. Well, I checked the mail earlier today, got it, so fill it out today. And yeah, turn that bitch in tomorrow at a drop-off location, because I yeah. don't know if I'm about to drop it in the mailbox. Nah, I mean, you yeah. I'm going straight to the drop-off location. I've actually yeah. been thinking about volunteering for the, uh, like, the, the drive-up. Oh, okay. When it does it by COVID and stuff. Yeah. Weird, so. Interacting with that many people is kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, the way they do it is kind of crazy. You you drive up in your car, they make you park in a stall, and then they bring you the stuff and hand it through you through the window, then you fill it out, they go away, and then they come back and get it from you. So mm. it might be safe, but the poll workers might not be safe. So. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, check us out, thenostructurepodcast.com. No Structure Pod 1 on Twitter. Yep. The No Structure Podcast on Instagram and yeah, uh, YouTube every Tuesday and Friday. Yes. And uh, new episodes drop every Monday on Google, Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Yes, sir. Yeah.